In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you Good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly... There was, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words, and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. As some of you may know, I had a baby this summer. Her name is Hannah. And she just turned six months this past week. Four to six months is the golden age of babyhood, by the way, because they're playful and smiley, but they're not mobile yet. (laughs) Watching her this time of year has me thinking about baby Jesus in brand new ways. God took on flesh to live among us and began life the way we all begin our lives. But babies also have a few amazing gifts that only babies seem to have. And I wonder if that's part of why 
Jesus came as a baby. For example, here's a gift that babies have. There's something about a baby. Everything is brand new to them. A baby has to discover the world from scratch. Imagine experiencing the world a way a baby does. Babies have to learn how their bodies move. Every smell, every taste, every sound. Language is new. Colors are new. How to interpret all of this new information, brand new. I think that's why they're always staring at something or another. They look like they're studying, and they are. There's just so much to take in. I mean, they're fascinated by their own toes. And slowly, little bit by little bit, they're piecing it all together. They're understanding how the world works. Everything from gravity to making sounds to getting food into their mouths to what makes the person holding them smile or what makes someone feel sad. There's something about a God the maker of all things, coming into the world as a baby, as part of creation. Now, God knew the world and loved the world from the very beginning. God created it, after all. But maybe God operated from the perspective of an all-knowing, all-powerful creator, this sort of bird's-eye view. And while God knew the hearts and minds of people as our all-knowing creator, maybe there was something that God was missing, something more to understand about us, something about the human experience that was a mystery to one so glorious. And to know us, really know us, so that we could be reconciled and become one God sacrificed all this knowledge to gain a brand new perspective, the perspective of one who knows nothing. God becomes a little baby. God could have come on the scene as a fully formed human. Why not? God is God. But God chose to enter the world as a baby, as one who needed to discover the world piece by piece, by staring and reaching and mouthing and watching, to learn it all from what gravity feels like on the body to what moves a person to smile or cry. God in Jesus discovered the world as any baby does, little by little, one sound, one scent, one sight at a time. A whole new perspective for God. What an intense love for us that God would do that. And another gift that babies have. There is something about babies that just draw people in. Babies have a gift for creating community, even before a baby is born, right? 
Like so many people anticipate their arrival. Think about a baby shower, how a community comes together to show love to a baby that's not even born yet. And once the baby arrives, the gifts just keep coming. Everyone wants to visit a baby. They bring a blanket or a onesie or a cuddly stuffed animal when they do. Sometimes I wear my baby to into the grocery store in one of those carrier contraptions that makes me feel like a mama kangaroo. And when I do this, suddenly I'm super popular. Like everyone's smiling and waving and nodding. And then I remember that I'm wearing my baby. And all those waves and smiles were not actually for me, but they were for her. In worship, A baby takes all the attention away from a pastor and the sermon. If you sit behind an adorable baby, there's just no way you can pay attention to anything else. And honestly, I wouldn't even expect you to. Everyone wants to hold a baby. People don't even seem to mind when they get covered in drool and spit up and boogers. It's all worth it. That's right, I said boogers in a sermon. Boogers, babies come with boogers. But it's all worth it to be so close to that miraculous gift of new life. I think about how the shepherds, after hearing the angels, they stopped what they were doing and they went running to Jesus in the middle of work, just left. They believed what they heard from God's messengers They had probably seen a baby once or twice before, but they wanted to behold the child, this child, to see Jesus with their very own eyes, to be near to that miraculous beginning of life. Christmas Eve, it's a day that calls people to come to worship drawing in those who haven't been to church in a while, folks who have moved away or who have gotten really busy. But on Christmas Eve, something about it makes us stop whatever other work we're doing and run to church to get a glimpse of Jesus. There's something about this sacred story, mysterious and miraculous, that we long to hear again and again no matter how many times we've heard it before. God the creator, small enough to hold in your arms, born for you. You just have to come and see it. Here's one more gift. There is something about babies. They turn everything you thought you knew upside down. Babies make you reassess and rethink everything. Your priorities, the safety of your home, how fast you drive. We might think of babies as powerless, but they aren't. They just hold a different kind of power. Babies put a spell on the adults around them. For something so small and fragile, they sure have a ton of power over us. With their huge eyes and their tiny toes. They demand our love and attention. 
We change our voices and our words we choose when speaking to a baby, even if we don't mean to do it. The second you have one in your arms, all you want to do is protect them and keep them from discomfort and harm. Are they warm enough? Are they hungry? Are they sleepy? I used to wonder how medieval monks could wake up in the middle of the night and then again early, early, early in the morning to pray. What could inspire that intense commitment and adoration? But I will wake up several times in the middle of the night if needed to feed and comfort Hannah. It's love and it's powerful. Babies make you look at the world differently, too, because once a baby enters the picture, you want the whole world to just be better, safer, more loving, a kinder, gentler place. Jesus came as a baby, and it turned the world upside down. The very stars told the story of the newborn king. And those in power could feel their own power in danger. The old story of creator and creation rewritten. God in flesh, God with us, Emmanuel. Jesus in his birth changed everything. And in his ministry, Jesus continued to turn the world upside down, lifting up the lowly, the outcast, the poor protecting the powerless, healing the sick, feeding the hungry. Jesus tells the rich to sell all their possessions and give to the poor. He questions the powerful. He makes the religious elite search their hearts. Jesus challenges our assumptions about who is included in God's people, extending love to all. Jesus helps us see the world differently, to see it as a place of possibility, to see the inbreaking of God's heavenly kingdom, where God is at work, bringing justice and peace, and where we can serve our neighbors, love our enemies, how we can make the world a more just, more loving, a kinder, gentler place. Today we celebrate Christmas together. We ponder the mystery and the miracle of it all. God loves us so much that Jesus was born for us. God took on flesh to live among us, to learn about us and love us in new ways. Jesus draws us together, calling us to be a community that lives differently. Jesus changes everything, bringing peace to a world of violence, bringing healing to the places that are broken and hurting. And in hearing this miracle, in witnessing to God made flesh, to the baby born for us, we are changed. Our worlds are turned upside down forever. It's the power and the gift of a baby. Amen.